0: Hello out there to all you Brooklyn folk, this is Sam Maxwell and we are here with the Bedford and Sullivan podcast, the podcast that keeps you, the audience, active listeners in the Brooklyn Dodgers TV series research process. And we have a couple firsts here uh, on this podcast in particular. We have uh, never done a pre-recorded show, all of our shows have been live, uh, uh, so If if there's any hiccups, I guess now we're going to be able to edit it, but I don't believe there's going to be any hiccups with this particular person. And uh, the other first is that it's the first time we're having a Queens native on the show. She was a big Brooklyn Dodgers fan way back in the day, and uh, we're happy to have uh, Susie Solomon on the program today. How are you doing, Susie? Well, hello, Sam. It's nice to be here with you. Talk about the Brooklyn Dodgers, which I haven't done in many years. Well, I'm glad uh, to uh, spark your, your memories back up. And first of all, thank you so much for inviting me out to your Connecticut home. This is absolutely marvelous.
1: Yeah, not Queens anymore, now Fairfield County. So <laughs> let's,
0: let's start with that, though. Uh, if you could give us uh, your, your Queens background. Where did you grow up in Queens and, and also your, your baseball background? Oh, well, I grew
1: up in Forest Hills. I went to a school called Kew Forest because it was on the border of Kew Gardens and Forest Hills. And it's still there. And I went to school with the Trumps, as a matter of fact, (laughs) (laughs) to digress a little bit. Yeah, and growing up, I was just a huge Brooklyn Dodger fan and followed the rivalry with the New York Giants and... What can I tell you? I was disappointed
0: when they moved from Brooklyn to, of all places, LA. Right. <laughs> and somebody sometimes, uh, I've seen somebody say that if it's the uh, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, then it's certainly the Brooklyn Dodgers of Los Angeles. Uh, oh, right. So, right? You so know? Keep that name. Keep that name. Uh, So how did you end up becoming a Brooklyn Dodger fan? Was it family related or is it just something that that you picked up? I don't know. It
1: was certainly not family related. I don't you know. I can't answer that question. I had a friend in in school and she also was a Brooklyn Dodger fan. And uh, I don't know if it was a mutual hatred of the Yankees.
0: Maybe that's (laughs) what did it. And being from Queens, did you lean on the Brooklyn Dodgers as opposed to the New York Giants because of the vicinity to Brooklyn, because it was on the island?
1: No. I think it's because they were just such a colorful team. And, you know, the first in so so many ways, of course, Jackie Robinson, that was a revolutionary first and just wonderful and exciting. And I remember how cool he was with uh, with the the fans booing him and just just they were just so awful and he was so cool and above it all and he won them over in no time of course he was an amazing magical player um and it was just a wonderful team at the time I don't know
0: so the way you took the team in, uh, you you were saying to me beforehand that unfortunately you never made it to Ebbets Field. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going to loop back around to that. But did, do you remember watching the games on TV? Uh, and, and obviously around the time that Jackie Robinson uh, came aboard, it was really just a budding, you know, a medium right uh, baseball on television. That's right. So what are your memories of how you took in the game? Well, you know,
1: initially it was the radio. <laughs> So, which, you know, you, uh, your mind can just play wonderful games, and it all becomes visually very um, real. And then when we got a television set, which was a bit later, yeah, that was wonderful. And I remember first seeing a color television hmm. set, and I couldn't believe how green the grass was. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I had just seen the whole thing in black and white for a number of years, but uh, it was it was just such an exciting team.
0: So when did you make it? Did you? I'm sure you've been to a baseball game before. What What was your first baseball game? You know, I I don't even think it was a Dodger
1: game. I think it was a a Giant game. I'm not sure. I went with a a boyfriend at the time.
0: <laughs> was this uh, before or after they left?
1: It was before they left, and why I never saw them at the Polo
0: Grounds at for, at, at Ebbets Field. I mean, the, the Dodgers. Right. I don't know. I but you never got a chance to see the Dodgers at Polo Grounds. N-
1: at Polo Grounds either. No. Okay. okay. No, I Polo Grounds was Giants, right? Exactly,
0: exactly. Yeah. So you you just you were there to root against the Giants.
1: <laughs> I guess so. I don't even remember
0: what it was but and
1: now I've been to um the dreaded Yankees games so I could root against them for Boston.
0: <laughs> Have you gone recently?
1: I went um a few years ago with a grandson and he's a he lives in Maine he's a big Yankee fan I said what are you thinking? So he's rooting for the Yankees and I'm rooting
0: for the. Red Sox. They do tend to uh, be scattered all over this country sometimes and sometimes all over the world. The fans. Yeah, yeah. the fans. Uh, the, uh, a good amount of them uh, are, are, you know, very casual fans, baseball fans in general, you know, yeah. who just say they root for the Yankees and you go, well, who's their second baseman and they couldn't tell you, you know, they'd say Chuck Knobloch because that was the last time oh, <laughs> they remember watching funny. Uh But he's a, the, the, your, I'm sorry. My grandson. Your, your grandson in Maine is mm-hmm. uh, um, a it's, diehard.
1: He is a Yankee fan. Go figure, right?
0: <laughs> yes. No, it's crazy. So what, tell, tell us you unfortunately weren't able to make it to Ebbets field. So no. what took your time up? In, in Queens at the time, what what was what were some of your day to day routines?
1: Oh my goodness! Well, I was an athlete, so that took a lot of time, and and the little school I went to is a private school, and sports were very important. So and they were all after school activities. So I played um, field hockey, as girls tend to do, hmm. but I also played lacrosse. And that was very unusual for girls. It was unusual anyway in those days. Um, but for girls, it was specifically, particularly unusual. Um, and that's a great game. And I played baseball, of course. Hmm. I played play baseball on the street. Of that's course. what a good Queens girl will do. Of course. So was it
0: it's stickball or, or were what? you guys playing baseball?
1: No, we, we had a real bat, a real ball. Oh. Yes, yeah,
0: hard ball. How many windows did you break? Well, those windows were
1: very high up, so I don't think <laughs> I broke any.
0: <laughs> this was
1: apartment house
0: area. Do you remember the intersection?
1: A 72nd Road and, oh my gosh, and some avenue I don't remember. Isn't hmm. that
0: awful? Well, Queens will confuse you. you got 72nd Road, 72nd Avenue, 72nd uh, Se- Street. So I just, know. They all intersect.
1: Isn't that crazy? Yeah.
0: Anyway, yeah. uh, I was on
1: the wrong side of the tracks, because oh. Austin Street, when you get to the Queens Boulevard, and the other side of Queens Boulevard, then you're really in better territory. But I was on the wrong side of the tracks. Oh, I see. It's okay. I had my friend, who was the other Brooklyn Dodger fan, was
0: on the right side of the track. <laughs> And you hopped over there sometimes. <laughs> and
1: sometimes we did. So, but, um Yeah.
0: School was
1: it was a school where you wore a uniform, a navy blue jumper, and a white blouse under it until you were a senior. Then the blouse could be pale blue. Had to be <laughs> pale blue. Everything had to be. And it was Bobby socks era. Right. So we wore saddle shoes, blue and white, not black, but brown and white.
0: So we're talking like late 40s, 50s. early 50s, right? Early fifties. Now were you still yeah. in school at the time?
1: Yes. I graduated in
0: nineteen fifty-four. Okay. Which is like, most of those people are dead now, right? <laughs> <laughs> not quite, not quite. Um and, and, and there's a photo for all of you listening out there, there's a photo that I posted of, of Susie from nineteen fifty four. So you were eighteen in that photo. Yes,
1: seventeen
0: or eighteen, right. And What do you remember? Were there uh, dances that you did? Do you remember your prom? Oh, of
1: course I remember
0: my prom.
1: (laughs) Yes, um, I dated a younger man. He was a junior. His name was John Maloof. If you're listening, John, where are you? (laughs) (laughs) And um, we had all the. It It was wonderful. It was really a a very um, happy time for me.
0: So, uh, one year later, the Dodgers won the World Series. Now, there's all these accounts of what Brooklyn was like that day. Do you remember at all what Queens was like that day?
1: No. I mean, I remember. October
0: 4th, 1955. No
1: kidding. <laughs> 1955, I was already in college. so mm-hmm. um, Where did you I go? I wasn't in the area. Well, I went first to a college in Florida because my father wasn't well and we thought that's the way to get him on a vacation, I'll go to college in Florida. That lasted one year, then he was fine, hated vacations, so the whole <laughs> plot didn't work. Um, and then I came back to New York and went to, uh, transferred to a college in Manhattan.
0: Which one if you don't mind? Finch
1: me. College. It, it was a girl women's college, all women, it was wonderful. And has a wonderful alumni association, although the college doesn't exist anymore because were they
0: absorbed? It was,
1: it was flooded out. There was um, a uh, a flood, um, a water main broke right under where that college is, no. was, and flooded it. And I mean, it just it it couldn't recoup. So. Um, the kids who were there at the time the seniors and juniors I think when I went to Barnard Barnard opens it opened its doors to them and um, but we have a fantastic Alumni Association that offers scholarships to young women in community colleges who are um, you know struggling to make ends meet and want to continue with their education mm-hmm. so they've they will complete two years we help them go on to a four-year college. And some of these stories are absolutely amazing. These these young women who are wonderful students, do all their studying and, pro- and a lot of their classes at night. Um, some of them have children who they have to find um, people to watch them while they go to school. And then when I mean, they graduate, they have these amazing careers they're just amazing women mhm so it's great yeah it's it's wonderful stories and that's the Finch College Alumni Association
0: now i believe that Barnard is now a co-ed, but it used to yes. be just
1: ladies. it was just women it was um the women's part of Columbia University and right. i think it's
0: all absorbed now it's all i think it's still called Barnard yes. but they just uh, share classes mhm and, and Finch was that building uptown as well
1: Finch was um on 77th and 78th between Park and Madison okay on uh and a
0: few townhouses so a few, there. right uh, just over from it's it's a, it's a fascinating island and and you know yeah. I know it so well I I'm I'm visualizing exactly where That's that is it's
1: a beautiful area with yeah. these and the townhouses are still there mhm uh one of them is now a museum. As a matter of fact, the college had a wonderful museum, and so it got absorbed into, I don't right. know, uh,
0: privately held. Right. Um,
1: but and yeah, over
0: was, there, yeah, it's just down the road, of course, from, from Museum Mile, so there's just yes, a lot of different right. places uh, around there.
1: And Hunter College is there, mm-hmm. and uh, yes, and all the museums. It's just, in fact, Manhattan was our campus.
0: Right, right, exactly, I,
1: exactly. That's New Yorkers
0: for you. Did you stay out in Queens, or did you... Uh, I did.
1: Uh, I I um, commuted. Okay. I was a, a day student. And then I was married young, and uh, had children young today. That's young. <laughs> Nobody gets married at 21
0: anymore. Generally speaking, there's certain... I've certainly... Uh, I mean, just the other day, I, I met a 24-year-old who's engaged, so oh. maybe a few years older than that, but, you know, they're, they're yes. still, if, if you're feeling it, you go for it. I mean, oh, yeah. so It was a good thing because I have, you know, I was
1: a young mother, a young grandmother. I'm a now young, relatively young great-grandmother. Some people don't live long enough to be a great-grandmother. and um, <laughs>
0: It's so more power to you. get down on the and,
1: floor with the little kids.
0: And you are... a uh, I I was amazed to hear how old you were. Just to oh. put that out there to our audience. And it's how, do you remarkable. Know how
1: old? Did I tell you how old? You were? I think
0: you did. Oh I my did. Gosh. But I'm I will not people <laughs> we did say what year you were 18, so I'm not going to blur okay, it out right now, but people can to do, do the math. arithmetic. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, did you continue your your uh, athletics into college?
1: No, because it was a you know, a Manhattan school. They didn't have Fields and they didn't really have. <laughs> and freshman year, you had to have some sort of uh, sport in order to have a get a bachelor's degree. Right. Um, and I chose fencing. I mean, it was just don't ask me anything about fencing. But but I did love um, I did love sports and I loved baseball and.
0: And what was your position in baseball?
1: Uh, gosh, I don't know. I don't remember. I think first base. It
0: okay. must have been first base, just like Gil Hodges, right? And speaking of which, uh, that, that was where we were going to segue next. So you mentioned Jackie Robinson. Yeah. Uh, Gil Hodges was your next favorite player?
1: Well, I loved Gil Hodges. I think he was my favorite player. And don't ask me why. I think, well, first of all, he was a, an, a wonderful player. He was a home run hitter. So that was always exciting until he hit his slump. which was awful, but I remember listening on the radio when he broke that slump, and the Dodgers never gave up on him. He was always, I think, sort of a cleanup batter. Even during his slump, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, Sam, but uh, he hit a, a grand slam home run to break his slump, and I went crazy. Listening to the radio in my bedroom.
0: <laughs> and what do you remember? What year that was specifically? And there's, I don't I, know. I, I should At have 50, retained this by now.
1: Three, two. I think it was
0: fifty-two, three.
1: fifty-three, right? Yeah, something like that. So it
0: was most likely it was Vin Scully on the radio by then.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And was it Red Barber? Or no, he was the Yankee.
0: Yeah, Red Barber. Um, I believe was through the either the fifty-one or fifty-two season. Yeah. But he was the Yankees, wasn't he? He went over to the Yankees. Oh, he exactly. went
1: over to the Yankees.
0: Exactly. Yeah, I mean, how could he do a thing like that? <sighs> oh, gosh. <laughs> well, you know, it, 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 you get fired, and there's – or, or again, I, I don't want to – I'll have to edit out my ignorance. But, but <laughs> right. while, you know, there was a lot of uh, um, conflict once Walter O'Malley took over the team. Oh. And I believe that that had something to do with it. But well, I'll have to. You're you're. We're getting ideas for uh, my next podcast at some point. I have to explore the radio uh, more than I I have uh, in the recent past. So yeah. I'll I'll have to do that. Um, Jackie Robinson,
1: in fact, um, I don't, I think he's don't I don't remember where he started off living, but he eventually lived in Stamford, Connecticut. Oh, really? And. Um, and my in-laws, I married somebody who grew up in Stanford, and his parents raised uh, dogs, uh, boxer dogs. And the Robinsons came over to buy a dog. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I wasn't there to meet him, but I would have <laughs> loved it. Oh, that's an yeah. amazing
0: Amazing little anecdote. Yeah,
1: a little connection there. Um he was a wonderful – and I mean, he was such a – he was a base dealer, and it was amazing because he was so pigeon-toed and such a fast runner. You couldn't imagine, fortunately, no doctor straightened out his feet.
0: <laughs> yeah, because who knows whether he would have lost right. what made him special with that in that specific uh, yeah. realm of baseball. it was funny to watch him run. So what do you remember about – when you first found out that the Dodgers were leaving?
1: Oh, I was just crushed. I couldn't believe they were going to, of all places, L.A. It was such an oxymoron to me <laughs> <laughs> from Brooklyn to L.A. Of course, now Brooklyn is totally changed, right? It's become the L.A. of New York, maybe. Not quite. No, no not quite.
0: So I would say Soho is the L.A. of New York. And I, l- yes, I love yes, the aesthetics. Yes. Of, of Soho, don't get me wrong, yeah. but it's definitely the most, the trendiest place. Yeah, that's true. Well, well putting, in Manhattan, it's the Brooklyn trendiest Brooklyn is part.
1: getting very trendy. Yeah, Williamsburg,
0: I would say, is still the most, is the trendiest part of Brooklyn. Well, Although it's still, when you walk down Bedford Avenue, and there's just so many people there, it's still, regardless of whether you like the trendsetters or whether you you uh, don't disparage, disparage them, there's <laughs> still just you know, the vibe and, and, and the energy yeah. out there is just palpable. Yeah, they're keeping it alive. And I think,
1: you know, then the the young people go and the art scene goes, galleries, where the rent is cheap. Then, right. then everything follows. The restaurants right. and the boutiques and then everything gets so expensive that, they all leave, and <laughs> the yuppies move in.
0: Right, exactly. It's, it's a never-ending cycle. It
1: is, but that's that's what
0: makes New York exciting. So what what always uh, uh, is interesting to me is that what are they dodging out there? You, you ever think about that? <laughs> dodging in, like yeah, the Dodgers. Because in Brooklyn, they were dodging trolleys. Is that know?
1: why they're called That's why the they're dodgers? called yes,
0: exactly. They were the trolley Dodgers at first. Now they went through a lot of different.
1: Oh my God, I love that.
0: And so the only thing you could think about is that they're dodging X4 BMWs, you know? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, right. Oh, I love that.
0: So, Susie, we don't have too much time left. uh, um, But what what is the thing you value most about your time being a Brooklyn Dodger fan?
1: Well. You know, it was my teenage years, and that's always fun. And reminiscing about the Dodgers and having the opportunity to reminisce about them now is really special and uh, and fun. Uh, and what do I remember? I mean, I grew up in Queens, and that's changed a lot. And Brooklyn has certainly changed a lot. So, but this was fun. It was fun reminiscing
0: would you say that even though they left you were already you know uh, becoming a young woman you were already into your 20s at the time mm. would you say there was any innocence that you had left from your childhood was kind of wiped away in many ways when the dodgers left oh well now that's interesting psychologically i don't know if there are a correlation
1: um, i remember just being so disappointed that they left Brooklyn, um, but you know I was uh, moving on in my life also, and uh, I no longer had time to to watch baseball games or even listen to them. But so it's all memories for me, and I think in my college days it was also it was memories at that time too because um, yeah I didn't really have time to. Go to games, but I've uh, I've got a Brooklyn Dodger hat. I have Gail Hodges pictures um, on my desk, so
0: they're still in my life. There you go, and <laughs> and uh, we like to end with a last word, uh, and so if there's any particular way you would like to end this, by all means, please go ahead. Well,
1: I just thank you very much for um, giving me the opportunity to. To go back in time and uh, and reminisce and it was just great fun doing
0: it it's same here and I thank you so much again for well welcoming into your home and uh, reminiscing about the Brooklyn Dodgers with me it, it's it's been spectacular only once before this did I ever do an in-person interview so oh, I appreciate right. that that we've been able to do so today
1: oh well it was such fun for me and And it was so serendipitous meeting
0: you. Right. Everybody (laughs) out there. uh, We met uh, via rideshare. Uh, I'm I'm a a Lyft driver. And she hailed me from her absolutely wonderful home on the sound. And it's absolutely breathtaking out here. And I appreciate you welcoming welcoming me back. Well, I enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And thank you all for listening to the Bedford & Sullivan Podcast. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.